The issue of healing on the Sabbath can be found in several places in the Gospels. We just heard about the healing of the man with the withered hand. We find this also in the Gospel according to Matthew, but he adds additional details that gives insight and a different perspective. I find it helpful. The Pharisees question our Lord Jesus. Is it lawful to cure on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him? He said to them, which one of you has a sheep that falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable a person is than a sheep? So it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. This style of teaching is classical rabbinic teaching. It's demonstrating that there is a hierarchy to the laws and that some laws are more important than others. To save life, to restore health, supersedes the purity laws. Our Lord then healed the man with the withered hand, restoring him to good health. Yes, the scribes and the Pharisees were furious. Now compare this with another issue, a moral issue, an issue about marriage. Here we're not dealing with purity laws. Our Lord Jesus said in Matthew 19, 8 to 9, for your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for unchastity, and marries another commits adultery. The Pharisees regularly found loopholes or ways to relax the moral code. But the purity laws, laws they followed to the T. They had reversed the hierarchy, placing the purity laws and making them more important than the moral laws. This is backwards, and our Lord Jesus was confronting them on this issue, pointing out the hypocrisy, and I tell you, they didn't like it. It's no different today. There are hypocrites who reject church teachings. Is any wonder our Lord said to the apostles in Matthew 10, 16, Behold, I'm sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves. So be shrewd as serpents and simple as doves. We do have to be shrewd, and that starts by knowing our faith. One of the church's most fundamental teachings is that we must be in a state of grace to receive Holy Communion. It's been suggested within the church that we shouldn't deny Holy Communion to people who are divorced and remarried. It's also been suggested that we should give Eucharist to people in other sinful relationships. The argument that I have heard is that we have closed hearts, which frequently hide even behind the church's teachings or good intentions. In order to sit in the chair of Moses and judge, sometimes with superiority and superficiality, difficult cases and wounded families. We're being accused of judging like the Pharisees. But as I have stated, the Pharisees were often lax on moral laws and stringent on the purity laws. They had it backwards. Ironically, the very people accusing us of behaving like Pharisees are in fact behaving like Pharisees themselves. They're trying to relax the moral laws. You know, we live in a time of such confusion. 
deception, and rebellion. So I encourage you to foster a greater devotion to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit helps us to see clearly the pitfalls and the traps of the evil one. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us to be shrewd. In fact, without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing. That is why our Lord Jesus sent the Spirit, as he says in John 16, 7 to 8. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the paraclete will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. We are helpless. Our tendency is to live in the flesh. But through the Holy Spirit, we become empowered. We live in the power of God. But we do have to ask ourselves, how much am I willing to allow the Spirit to teach me? How far am I willing to give up my will and to give it to God? I encourage you every day, say to God our Father, in the name of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the intercession of our Mother Mary, I give you my will. Please grant me the grace to do only your will today. Every child of God can be led by the Spirit every day, every moment, and for the rest of our lives. In fact, only those who are led by the Spirit are truly children of God. St. Paul tells us this in Romans 8:14. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Christ our Lord only did the will of the Father. We are called to do the same. In today's Gospel reading, the Pharisees and the scribes were furious when our Lord Jesus healed the man with the withered hand. But I don't think it's because he healed on the Sabbath. Rather, I think it's because he answered their question in a classic rabbinic style and then gave them a sign, a miracle. Our Lord Jesus profoundly squashed their objections. When we are guided by the Holy Spirit, we too can have that knowledge to answer objections to Catholic teachings. So pray to the Holy Spirit to guide you. Every morning, ask him to come into your hearts, into your minds, and to fill your day. And expect miracles. We have a God of miracles. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marian on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life, especially by keeping the Word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our Blessed Mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you.
please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.